0: Really Riley? Really Riley? Really Riley? Really Riley? Really Riley?
1: Really Riley? Are you ready? This is the Really Riley Podcast. Woo!
0: Hello, beloveds. Happy Friday. Welcome back to Really Riley. Um, Super excited for this here podcast because I have my favorite person in the world most days of the week here with me. Um... I told you guys on Wednesday that I was going to have Marshall on the show because you guys seem to like it when we do our little shenanigans on Instagram and I talk about his weird obsession with egg yolks and lawn care. It's
1: not an obsession with egg yolks. It's just.
0: Okay. I've never met a person besides you, my darling husband, that goes through the different shades of egg yolk. We'll get into it. Hold on one second. So um, if you guys are new around here, this is my little space in the world, my little corner in the world where I talk about all things real, all things Riley, all things anything. You know, we talk about it all. Fitness, fashion, reviews, we talk about marriage, kids. Sometimes you guys are like, what the hell did that girl just say? I mean, that's kind of the goal sometimes for me. But um, thanks for checking it out if you're new here, if you're not. Love you so much. You guys have heard a lot of the stories that Marshall and I have gone through, but um, forgive me if I give a little backstory for some of the people that didn't listen to me on air when I was on terrestrial radio and that doesn't know our story. Um, So Marshall and I have been together for four years?
1: Yes, over four.
0: Is it over four? What do you mean? Like four and some change? You act like it's like seven. Yeah. It's like four. Our anniversary. Oh, shoot. Our anniversary is what?
1: Well, January 6th was...
0: That was our dating anniversary. Yeah. Right? <laughs> I'm so... You know what? Like, we, we like, totally switched roles in that because I don't know those dates. I know our wedding anniversary. That's the only one we really celebrate, though, right? Yeah.
1: Th- well, th- at this point, no. It, it's it's all trivial. Mm.
0: It, oh, is it now? <laughs> um, <laughs> so we've been together for four years, and we have my son, Lyric, that I was a single mom for three years before I met Marshall, um, and then we have our son, Malin, who's two, And we have been through the gamut of shit in our relationship since pretty much the day we met. So Marshall and I met and fell in love very quickly. I was kind of an idiot, but also had a sick sense of who he was as a person because I was a single mom, very, very, very jaded, and threw everything at him I could in the very first month of us dating, right? I think probably when we – So I had a sit-down conversation with Marshall, (laughs) I'm not going to go into that one because that's kind of personal, but yeah. that was your what well, Yes, I know. It is really Riley, but that's a lot. So that I basically threw everything that was wrong with me in this situation, like, here you go. And I was full-on ready that day to have it, like, fall apart. Like, have him be like, oh, fuck this, I'm out. And you didn't even flinch. I love you. So glad. What? I love you, too. Thank you. Jesus. Jesus. So um, about... Three three months after? No. When did you get diagnosed with your s- surgery? I'll, I'll go into the schematics of that again.
1: That was towards the end of the year. That was August.
0: So we were, okay. So we fell in love very, very quickly. I think it was like three months in that we started talking about, did we start talking about having a baby before we even got engaged, which is insane for me to think about, but not because of here we are now. Was it three months?
1: No, it was longer.
0: Was it? I thought... Yeah okay, well maybe we didn't move that fast. So yay. I'm not as crazy as I thought, but anyway, we moved very fast because we got engaged inside of six months and inside of before we got engaged. No, right after we got engaged, like two, or three days, oh. I found out that I was pregnant. Um, we lost that baby at six weeks and that felt like that was the start of the shit storm. That was a lot of the crap that could have broken us up. Um, Marshall, when we met was training for his first fitness competition. Um, what, I know you're going to yell at me if I get the category wrong. So, what is it?
1: Uh, men's physique.
0: Thank you. Um, first time he'd ever done it, and he was killing it. He won that one. And throughout the process, he was like, okay, you know, I have this weird hip pain, blah, 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 So, right after, how long after the competition did you get the diagnosis?
1: Um, it was a little bit, because the show was in May, and it wasn't until August. So, really? it was kind of...
0: It was a long process. Uh, well, yeah. I
1: backed off training and I was thinking it was just because of that. And then it, pro- it kept progressing. And then it was kind of like, all right, I probably need to see.
0: Yeah. You kept point. saying it was a pinched nerve, which is amazing to me. And it just gives you a little bit of in, uh, insight into who Marshall's the person. There's, there's really not much that stops him. We're kind of like it in that way a little bit. Um, But then we got a, we, I mean, I say we just because I was right there with you and it affected both of our lives. So I don't mean to be disrespectful when I say we, but I was there with you for every step. Um, He got the diagnosis and I remember you coming home being like, babe, it's going to be surgery. Like, and you were like waiting for me to have some big reaction. And I was like, okay. And you're like, no, you don't understand. This is going to switch everything.
1: Well, I mean, I, th- I think it's fair to say we, you know. Now, I, but,
0: it, it, you know, haters yeah. going to hate and be like, I don't, you didn't go through it, Riley. But I mean, it
1: was, yeah, it was It was a shit sandwich I had to swallow first, you know, and digest. And
0: I think it was, now that I think about it, it's a little bit of PTSD because I didn't, hand. I, you know, there was no, like one of your best friends in the whole world, like messaged me the other day because he just went through surgery and he was just like, you know, you're an unsung hero, what you did for Marshall because like, I felt bad, like asking my wife to help me go to the bathroom and like you had a kid and blah, blah, blah. And I was like, no, there was no unsung hero about it. Like I really didn't flinch. I might've been a bitch to the process. I'm not going to lie, but there was no like leaving. There was no like not being there for you. And this is funny because this brings up a moment in my career that I am so glad that I did and would never take back. Um, I loved you. And I was like, that's, you're going to be my husband. Of course, I'm not going anywhere. It's only funny, like, some people had said to you, like, oh, you could have left. them, like, who does that? Oh, I love you, but you're going to, you know, have surgery, so bye. Okay. Especially after the boo-boo-ass motherfuckers I'd been through in my life. (laughs) No surgery was going to take us apart. But um, when you were going to do your surgery, it was, like, the day that I had an event. And I remember, I mean, it was kind of shitty because, like, these people had booked an event. They'd paid for it. You know, you they are expe- paying for you to be there, but it was like, okay, this was the surgery you were going to Duke. It was like a miracle that you got in there. It was the only surgery or the only place in the country that did this ABN surgery, a vascular necrosis, the long and short of that one. Cause that could be a whole nother podcast. And we might is the bone in his hip was dying and they were going to, what was it called? The graph?
1: Uh, it's a free vascularized fibular graph.
0: The non fancy ass way of saying that is his bone and his hip was dying. There's like one in, 20 million people to get it. It's, you know, we don't know where or if it's hereditary because Marshall was adopted, but um, they wanted to take a piece of his bone from the bottom. What is it? Fibula, blah, blah, tibula, yeah, so blah, blah, blah.
1: The Fibula, there's two bones below the knee. So they took the outside one. Yeah, like I should know. kind of does nothing. So they they cut, cut a piece of that out. So they had two teams working. It was like, what was it? 14 to 16 hour surgery. It was very long. So they had one team of surgeons cutting that out. And then the other team in the femur like drilled out like a quarter size. Okay. So they,
0: all right. Don't go into that. Like I, I I get squeamish when you do that because just you're my baby, you know, but I, that was the start of our relationship. You know, like we're thinking we're going to be planning a wedding and no, like it was. And in that time, like I still hadn't even really like processed the miscarriage. So we had a lot tossed at us in the very, very beginning of our relationship. Um, and I'm not going to go through the whole gamut of things that, cause that's a whole nother podcast for another time. I wanted this one to be a little bit more lighthearted if that's possible with me. Um, because a long time ago when I was prepping for this podcast, I, for the relaunch of really Riley, I was like, what do you guys have questions for Marshall? And you guys are rock stars because you message me, DMS, emails, whatever, like a couple of really good ones. It almost sounds like it's an ask Riley, um, which I love because you're my other half. So why not? But before we get to that, I have to talk to you guys about something. We started to bring up the yolk thing. Like, so just backstory. When eggs got, are they still really expensive, the eggs?
1: Oh, uh, they're coming down. They're
0: moderately. Oh. It was like the eggs were the new toilet paper a couple of months ago during the pandemic. Um, like how expensive the eggs, the toilet paper was during the pandemic is what I'm trying to say. Um, Marshall opened up and he cracked open an egg. He's like, man, these eggs are like nutrient dense. What did you say?
1: Yeah, nutrient dense. Like a, a darker yolk is, is better for you.
0: Who says this? Who knows this?
1: Nutritionists and...
0: Apparently a lot of y'all did because you're on Instagram like, yeah, that's a really good egg. And I'm like, okay, I did. I have never looked at an egg and been like, damn, you got a nice yolk, bitch. Like I've never like done that It's an egg. But you are, you know, you have a degree in exercise science and you know, that's just, you're very much a nutritionist, not a nutritionist. You're into nutrition and all of that, which I love about you. But I just thought that was hilarious. Well,
1: I mean, I, I want to know what's p- going into my body and good stuff. And, yeah, you know, but. We have it here at the house for everybody. And- I,
0: I know, and I appreciate that. But I'm just telling you that, like, there's those idiosyncrasies about you that I'm like,
1: yoke. Well, I mean, it's like you don't like certain generic cereals.
0: Who, me? Yeah. Yeah, but I'm not going through the fucking list going, you know what? This generic brand of Lucky Charms uh, has more marshmallow density than the other one, but the other one has
1: more sugar. I don't do that. But you do it for taste. It's kind of like, you know. I
0: guess. Good for you, babe. Good for you. So the the next thing, the next one I've been harping on him about lately is he has this little chart on the fridge that it's highlighted with like red and green and yellow. And it's very extensive. The cool season lawn calendar. The hell is this, babe? Like.
1: So it's a, it's a dude I found on YouTube. uh Uh-huh. And. That's like what he did. Like he like professionally like maintained like golf courses and a bunch of stuff (laughs) especially down south in Georgia. But it's like, what's a science, you know?
0: So backstory, like we moved when we, this is something they don't tell you in adulting because like I had never owned a home before. Marshall owned a home before me um, that we lived in. Like I was a condo apartment renter and he had a yard, but like I had never seen him go full on like Marshall lawn mode. Like, oh my God. And when you move into a brand new, like, when you build a house, they don't tell you the shit. Like, you have to maintenance maintain the grass. There's so many damn steps to it that if you don't in the first year that it's there because it's all brand new grass, it'll fucking die, right?
1: Well, yeah, but, like, I learned a lot of stuff from him that I didn't know.
0: Well, but just just for, from me to you, like, if I had bought this house, that'd have been straw back there. Like, Marshall's the one that wants to put, like, lines in the grass. He has this, like, little, like... Stripes. Whatever. See, unofficial competition with one of our neighbors because he's got the. Oh, I'm not gonna say that because you'll get mad at me. He's got like the best yard in the neighborhood. Oh yeah. Oh, I'm okay. No,
1: it's well, it's not like a competition. Like it is
0: two. You you think you think I don't see you like drive by his yard and like stare at it?
1: I want to get on that level, you know.
0: Oh. He looks at his damn yard more than he looks at my ass.
1: That's not true.
0: (laughs) Well, good. I hope not. But stop rolling your eyes. You know what? See, hi. This is marriage. Um, but when I saw this in the fridge, I'm like, what the hell is this? Like, this is what's funny. Marshall is so obsessed about the lawn being perfect. And I'm not mad at it because it does look beautiful. I razz him about it because I think it's adorable, but because I would never fucking do it. But it's like Marshall never asks for anything in terms of like presents. Whenever I ask him for stuff, oh, just like a gift card to the car wash or a haircut. I'm like, no, the first semi-substantial present he ever asked me for was a fucking lawnmower. And I was like, I was so happy that you said that, that you actually asked for something because it was like your birthday or, oh no, we had just bought the house. And then when we bought the house, I was just like, I'm not doing a damn thing because I was pregnant and I'm just like, I just want to be a pretty pregnant princess. Tell me what to sign. I don't want to fucking do any of this. I was like very not like me and I have to have my nose and everything in terms of our decisions together. I was like, you take care of it. I want to pick it out. That's it. And <laughs> so it just like... It was just funny to me with all the situation with the lawn stuff. God, what's on this list?
1: So, well, what I didn't Hold learn. on,
0: hold on. Treatment action, base fertilizer, PFG, whatever the hell that is. It's broken down with winter, spring, summer, it's, fall. It's a
1: calendar. It's a yearly calendar.
0: I, I see that, but it's a chart. It, pre-emergent, grubs, army worms, humature. These sounds like sex positions.
1: It's humature.
0: Oh, excuse me. Uh, fung- fungicide? Organic matter. Jump start furt. Jump start furt. That seriously sounds like a sex move. Jump start furt. A. Seeding? Ew. <laughs> okay, let me stop. But <laughs> Stop looking at me like that. It's funny. You know who you married. So, yeah. Like, you guys have asked for this list of Marshalls. Because apparently, like, so many people want to know about this, so I I maybe should post this on um, my Instagram at Really Riley Podcast. Yeah. Why? You don't want to give all your secrets or something? No, no.
1: Well, it's a a free long guide, and, like,
0: you're, so cute.
1: but, like, what I didn't learn, and this is, I guess, for people that are building a house, Mm -hmm. is contractors actually take all the good soil. What does that mean? So, like, all the good topsoil, they strip it, and they leave you with, like, they leave you with, like, shit. Because, like, when you're fertilizing, you're doing stuff. Like, Wait
0: a minute. Like, when they're building the house, the foundation, they take all the topsoil out?
1: Yeah, they take all the good shit and they leave you with, like, junk.
0: Like, wait, on purpose or just that's part of the building process?
1: No, on like because they, they can sell it and make money from <gasps> it. I learned a lot on these channels. That's
0: fucked up. Yeah.
1: So, that's why. Because we paid for that land. That's why a lot of it doesn't grow well. So, like, when you're fertilizing and stuff, I learned this. You're actually not feeding, like, the grass and stuff. You're basically
0: i'm still stuck on they stole our soil and i don't even give a shit about the grass
1: you're treating the soil you're treating the soil you're not treating the grass okay so it's net like a lot of this stuff is basically just getting like the soil where it needs to be like if you think about like the body it's like basically what it is It's like different supplements at different times <laughs> like feeding it different
0: oh i love you this is just a testament to like Mar- like A lot of times you have heard you guys have heard me say, like, how you do one thing is how you do everything. I got that from Marshall, and that's so indicative of who he is as a person. Like, he never does one, anything by halves, ever. Ever, ever, ever. Like, I remember on our anniversary when we went to the Intercontinental, shout out to Cofield, it was amazing, that room. um He was ironing my dress or steaming it or something like that, and he was, like, doing it way better than I ever could. So, like, as much as I fuck with you about this, I, I do appreciate how much you put into our home and, you know, cause it's our forever home and we take a lot of pride in how much work we did both of us to get here, you know, yeah. like we love our home. And I, I do appreciate that our lawn looks very pretty up front. Well, thank you. It almost makes up for the damn fence that I still hate so much. Yep. Okay. That's another story for another time because I don't want to fight. <laughs> All right. So back to the questions that you guys had for Marshall. Um, I haven't looked at these yet. I kind of glazed over, but I kind of wanted to like get both of our natural reactions to this. So I'm just going to start the first one that I printed out because I just like pick some random ones. So the first one is, hey, Marshall, first, I wanted to tell you that I love how much you love Riley, the way she messes with you and the way you guys and the way you give it back is so awesome. My question for you is what has been the hardest part about Ugh. what? Sorry. What has been the hardest part for you about Riley losing her dream job? How it's changed her or your relationship for the better or worse? Keeping the badass couple you are. Love, Tiffany. Damn. Okay. Oh, God, we both side like that at the same time. Okay. so what what was the hardest part? Uh, Because backstory, like, you know, Marshall's never known me to not do radio. Four months ago, I lost my dream job radio of twenty years. It's all I've ever known. It's made me who I am today and given me almost everything I have in life. And it was a shock to me losing it. So what do you think? So what was the hardest part for you about losing about Riley losing her dream job and how has it changed her or your relationship for the better or the worse?
1: Um, I think the hardest part is all the things that kind of made you you. Like what? like your confidence, your drive, like, because everything's a hundred percent. So, you know, it was not only the rhythm of like what you would do, like Like the grind, the daily schedule, you know, of getting things ready and all that kind of stuff. It's also kind of like it was tied into your identity. It was kind of what, made you you in those sense and then kind of all the traits that kind of went along with that you know in terms of like confidence and the extra drive and you know just a lot of creative energy and you know I think you put a lot in candles but that can only you only put so much into that so
0: he's talking about my candle business that I started and is doing really well thank god um
1: so I mean it was like almost vacuumed out in a sense so that was
0: it was hard to watch
1: well it it was hard to watch because I I know that you know whatever is the next step or the next thing or you know whatever you're going to be very successful in I don't we're
0: sitting in it so yeah
1: I I (laughs) I, don't I don't have a doubt in that you know because I just that's that's who you are that's what makes you you so it's like, I can see that from like an outside perspective, but to try and tell you that, you know,
0: there was no getting through to me, you yeah. think? Like, what would you say was the hardest, man, this dusts up a lot of emotion in me. Okay. um, What would you say is like the hardest like moment? Was there like a moment where you're like, oh my God, like what has happened to
1: my wife? I think probably when you came home.
0: That was a fun day.
1: That day. I think that was kind of like, I, I'd never seen you like, I I mean, I don't want to say, I don't want to say broken. That's fair. But but it, you know, that's what it kind of felt like. And, I didn't like that feeling of being, like, helpless and not being able to, like, help you, because, and then like, I like to fix things. Yeah. So, I'm not... Husbands do. Well, but, like, I don't think I'm, like, the best listener at times, because I'm already thinking about, like, the solution, so, but, like, in that case... I,
0: I won't argue with you there, but
1: you know. It was, it was, that, that was, that was probably the most difficult. And then kind of throughout, Um, I think it was hard for you because you would get in a mindset and it was very, very hard if that was the mindset for the day. Yeah. So it was.
0: You didn't know what you were getting into. You didn't know if I was going to be hopeful that day or if I was going to be a raving, depressed <laughs>
1: lunatic. So it was, you know, it was.
0: He won't say that. I will.
1: It's not like wasn't fixed the entire time, but like it'd be fixed for that day. So whatever, whatever was going on, like that's what it was. So even if there was, you know, maybe some good things or whatever like that coming in and out, um, it was still difficult to kind of take it in, you know, and then you'd have kind of like that light bulb moment, you know, kind of recharged, re-energized. And then.
0: And they say grief is linear. Mm-hmm. and a lot of people thank you in the reviews by the way for that one they're like oh it's not a big deal she like knew her contract was ending no I didn't and it was my whole world like I, radio was all I had before I had Marshall my kids my house my f- anything it was the thing that saved me through all that and the times that I didn't have radio I had some pretty destructive habits to get through shit so I didn't know where I was going or doing and You know, like we have two kids that we got to keep things going and I was very scared about a lot of things. And I like that you you guys asked that because there's just such another side to it. Like when we were talking about like Marshall and his surgery and his friend saying that I was like the unsung hero for being there for you through it. It was just like Marshall said something to me a little while ago that I was talking about when he was in the wheelchair, like I was there for him literally like sitting on his wheelchair so he could lift when he was, you know, fresh out of surgery and pushing the chair. And I still had every amount of pride in being his fiance at the time. Nothing changed it. But you said something the other day that you were just like, this is your wheelchair moment. Yeah, because I don't know. What did I say to you? Like that? you said that was poignant about well, I mean, your like,
1: recovery. Yeah. Because, I mean, you had said before, you know, like I've had like injuries and stuff like that, like they're out, but, you know, Getting to the level, you know, I was at, it's like, yeah, it might be
0: in, in fitness, like in, in fitness, your, in your yeah. and, competitions, you know,
1: it might be inspirational some, but you know, not really, you know, but what? Well, yeah. I mean, like that's not, not really. I won't I mean, let you say that. Well, I mean, it, it won't, it, it's not the same impact. Like the reason people are inspired by other people is because they got dealt a shit sandwich. And said,
0: fuck you, to fear.
1: They fought through it because adversity builds character. And they overcame it, and then they succeeded. Mm -hmm. And that's what ultimately inspires people. Like, anyone that anyone looks up to, like, you don't look up to them because, like, what they accomplished. Like, you're looking at, like, the totality. You're looking at, like, the entire story of what made them great. Because, like, I remember, like, I... I never played basketball. I never watched basketball, but like, they'd be like, my, 23 my, is my year to be Jordan. Well, <laughs> they they'd always bring up like, you know, Jordan didn't make his high school team. Yeah. You know, so like, whoever it is, they've gone through some shit and that's what makes them inspirational. So, you know, that's why I said like, this is, you know, your wheelchair.
0: Can you tell that Marshall has been around me long enough and radio long enough? Side note, because he was an intern at my old station before I ever got there, that he'd made that tie in. I'm so proud of you. All right, so I do. I love you. I mean, I've ripped your head off many a times in these last four months, but I still love you just the same. Um, so that was a shit of it. How would you say that it's? It says. How would you say that it's changed our relationship or me for the better?
1: For the better, I think it's kind of given you the attitude of like, "fuck it, <laughs> I can, I can do this." You know, I think it. We got this. Yeah, it's it's given you. A renewed sense of confidence because, you know, what you're doing and what you're building, you know, you're doing that, you know, and I think that's something that you can be proud of. So, yeah, you know,
0: yeah, high five. Okay. So the next question was, hey, Marshall and Riley, thank you guys for always showing us that there can be happiness through the shit. So this prop person obviously like kind of knew our backstory. Um. I got married about a month after you guys and I was wondering what your take on the first year of marriage is, like from the man's perspective. Was it easy, shitty? Did you ever have that oh crap moment like, did I really want to be married? Ugh. <laughs> okay. Well, okay, that's real. I don't mean that in any bad way because I think that you and Riley are perfect for each other, but is any relationship ever perfect? Love you guys. We got this, Michelle. Hmm. What
1: do uh, you
0: think the first cause we're we're, we're two no, we'll be two years in in September.
1: About a year and a half.
0: Yes, I know. I'm bad with the months.
1: No, well, I'm just saying because like
0: What do you think the first year and a half then has been? Because I, most of the stuff that we'd experienced before was like your like oh shit moments like with the you know surgery and you getting injected with somebody else's whole another podcast but what do you think that first year was like? Because whatever they say about that first year being like hard it was.
1: Yeah, no, I, but I think the first year had some really high highs and I think it had some really lows, you know, and.
0: Okay, let's play high low. What was your first, what was your high of our first year of marriage?
1: Well, I love the time in like Puerto Rico because like, well. Some of it. It's hard to, it's hard to say because we don't get enough, like just you and me time. Because we didn't at all. It's always, it's always with the kids. So anytime that we're alone and it's just us, I feel like it's always like a great time. Yeah. We always have like a really good time. Hey
0: you, I remember that. I like you.
1: So for me, like those times, like even just like the small, like date nights, you know, like those, those to me where it's just like you and me, like quality time Mm -hmm. where, the phones are away, and we're not worried about work or anything else going on. Like those are the times that like I enjoy the most, you know. Um, you know?
0: No, I would agree. Like, cause when we get together, and it's just me and you, we're incredibly stupid together. Like, I I love that though. Like, I love that I can say like the most outlandish shit. Hence, really, Riley. That <laughs> that he gets and he'll love it. And I, I'm I'm like beyond weird with the things that I will say, and I'll say them just to get a reaction because he has the best face. Like, what the fuck did you just say? So, yes, I agree. Like when we finally have those small moments and it doesn't have to be much with us. I do love that.
1: No, well, it it doesn't. And, you know, it's it's different when it's like it's just us and it's like a work event or something like that. That's like different than just us time. Well, yeah, like because like you have to be
0: on and so do I,
1: you know, and.
0: But so, okay, so what was your love then of the first year?
1: Low, I don't think I could point to like one
0: because there was a couple. Well,
1: I don't think I point to like one specific low. I mean, I don't think anything's like you know, I don't speak in like infinites where it's like the whole year was like shitty or the whole year was like good. You know, I think there's ebbs and flows. Mm-hmm. I think generally a lot of like a lot of that for me was I feel like at different times. You'll project certain things. Like what? Well, like...
0: Bravo? (laughs) I do do that. Like,
1: not not, not like that, but just the day-to-day grind of things. I felt like if you were stressed or whatever, that stress wouldn't carry over into other things. Like, So things like you wouldn't say or do, you would do because you were stressed
0: oh, you mean like my devil came out of me and that's not the woman that you married and that was because I was stressed? Oh, yes. so Oh, yes. Because that first year of marriage was a very time of turmoil for me professionally, like the six months into it. It was just like, what the fuck just happened to my wife probably?
1: Well, yeah. I mean, because... I was angry. You can
0: say it. Yeah. It was just like I was looking for someone to blame and it was a double whammy because... Post-wedding depression, at least for a bride, is so true because, like, you build this up to forever. You spend so much money on it, and it's, like, this big thing, and it's over, and it felt as though, literally, like, the minute that we got back from our honeymoon, like, Malin got our SV, our two-year-old, it was just like, fuck, really? Can we have a minute? Can we just enjoy? And it was the universe was like, "Now nah. we're going to throw all this shit at you, so I, I, I know, like.
1: Well, it was, well, because it was like that, and then. There was like, <laughs> went into like a different string of, of losses, mm-hmm. people like, people dying and stuff. And yeah, you, know, you
0: lost it, your grandparents, you lost a friend. And, you know, that's a whole nother ball of wax. But
1: so it just, I felt like there was a lot of outside things that we couldn't control that both added additional stress on us. Mm-hmm. And then there's, it's hard with our schedules and the kids and then not having the time to reconnect. The time to reconnect or the time to even like recharge. You know? Because you know, there's little blurps and stuff like that, maybe throughout the day, but I kind of look at like like this. It's like if you're trying to travel like a long distance in a car and you need a full tank of gas, it's like those little things are just enough gas to get you through that fucking day. But But you're never full. But you're never full to actually go the long distance. So it's like you're literally just filling up for the next day. Mm -hmm. Which is what I do that annoys you. It just continues.
0: Like I mean that literally liquid. I don't fill up my whole ticket gas. And then I'm like in Bethesda spending $5 a gallon. Anyway, I digress. (laughs) Next question was Marshall. Gotta say that I admire your ability to handle such a strong woman as Riley. I wonder if there's undertones of something else there. (laughs) <laughs> um, but I gotta know, cause I started dating a lady that is a high powered career and makes a lot more money than me that makes me feel weird if it made you feel weird when you and Riley met. Um, like you, I'm the guy that wants to take care of his girl. You seem like you have your stuff together and you have your own goals for sure, but did it ever bug you that Riley was so accomplished when you met her? I love you guys, Kyle. Now side note, I'll just break in right here and then I'll shut up. Like when I met Marshall, he had a house that he owned, he had a boat that he owned, he had a car that he owned, he had no debt. So he had a lot more than he had, than I had, like asset-wise. And he had his own career, been on the the you know the police, account, the police what is it, the par- department, sorry, for seven years at the time. Yeah.
1: Absolutely.
0: So you had your own shit. Um, you know, but from the outside looking, I, I mean, I was in a lot of debt when I met him. I was a single mom, had a lot of baggage, so... From the outside looking in, it looked differently than it was inside of our relationship. Anyway, I will be quiet. Did it bother you when we first met that I was Riley Couture from the radio?
1: No, I mean like, well, the whole fame thing to me, like, that, I'm not famous. Well, no, but like, but like, just that alone, and like anything, I don't really, I don't really care about that. Like, it's not like a, it's not like a draw to me per se. You know what I mean? Like a lot of people are like, oh my god, like it's, like. I care more about people that like most of these people listening have probably never heard of. You know what I mean? Like those are the people that like I would be like
0: that you go Yeah. Who like Riley sees pink go gaga over?
1: Yeah. So that wasn't it. Like all those things were like attractive qualities to me because it was, you know, you're strong, you're powerful, you're independent, you know, like to a fault. You didn't you didn't need any, anyone. You didn't need anything. Like you were doing everything on your own. So, you know.
0: You're going to make me cry, you asshole.
1: You know, so it's, no, I didn't. Nah. <laughs> Short answer, no.
0: Why did that one get me to be so much? Like, fuck. I did need a lot more than I let myself. Or let you do for me. Holy fuck, come on, get it together, Riley. Uh, i wasn't expecting it to cry like i don't know why that one made me cry god okay whoo i want to move on to the next question because that one for some reason just like like skyrocketed like a cupid into my soul gemini christmas Whew. i gotta think of something dirty or something i don't know. <laughs> okay um next one hi marshall so this might be it. mushy shit okay So this might be a tad mushy of a question for you, but here it is. What was the mem? What? What? What was the memory? What? What was the memory in any part of you and Riley's relationship that you could relive just once? Oh. Love, Gia.
1: Just a memory? Just
0: any. Just one, I think.
1: I would probably have to say the engagement
0: the best day of my life
1: you know because like that was kind of pre shit yeah storm i mean like i don't want to say that because i mean there's been a lot of good things within that but But
0: there was shit storms but but
1: there was you know i I think i don't think it's so much as like any one of those events i don't think would be that bad but it was just like the way it was like a domino effect in like, a time
0: that we were supposed to be like elated yeah. and happy. And it was, like, it was Damn, like, can't we just enjoy? It
1: wasn't just like one thing. It was like. Okay. Someone,
0: well, so relive the memory for me and your perspective, the day.
1: I was nervous as shit because mm-hmm. I had.
0: Which Marshall doesn't really get outwardly nervous like that.
1: So at that point, it was making sure childcare, all that stuff was like set with Lyric and, you know, making sure that, you know, You had no idea what was going on,
0: which is hard. Like, I'm shocked that he pulled that one off, like, because I almost ruined it. I'll tell you later why.
1: So, I had an engagement party planned back at the house, hoping everything would go smoothly.
0: (laughs) Oh, did you have a doubt?
1: No. Well, I mean, like, you don't know, like, you know, we had talked about it. Like, you know, you'd asked me about rings and stuff. A little nervous, you know, so I had all that planned back at the house, and then. Um went to Sugarloaf.
0: That was where we had our first date. So Sugarloaf for those of you guys who don't know that's a it's a, a hiking mountain. yeah it's beautiful so special.
1: So that's where we went on our first date so that's why I wanted to go back and do it there And then I had um well best friend best best man at the wedding. yeah so he was photographer and he was like hiding up top. So we started at the bottom and it's just all kind of, of his
0: photography off. equipment bless him because that hike's not that that I mean it's not crazy hard but it's not easy either. No.
1: So we started going up and it's like I'm I had the ring in the backpack and I remember like trying to get that in my pocket because it like, you know,
0: this is where I almost ruined it, side note, because I was like, oh, look, we're up here and like, this beautiful view. It's so picturesque, and he's, like, fucking fidgeting in his fucking pocket, and then he's, like, on his phone. I'm like, what the... F-? I literally, the words almost came out of my mouth, but I was, I was like, the f- the f- of fuck. I was like, what the f-? And I, like, did it, and he's like, can you sit right here? And I was, like, pissed off, and I just plopped down. I think I sat in the spot you didn't want me to. Like, I think I sat somewhere else. Like, you want me to, like, be...
1: St- well, because, like, before that, like, I was trying to get the ring set, and then I was trying to text Will, find out, like, where he was, because <laughs> I had no idea if he had, like, if he was up there, like, where he'd be or whatever, but, like, I knew I knew he'd be, like, hidden somewhere, so.
0: Oh, he was, because he's military. He was covert.
1: So, sat down. I don't exactly remember, like, the words I said. I don't either. So, I just, like, I remember there were two girls that were, like, beside us that were, like, watching I like, yeah, because like, like, like you got mini-
0: down on one knee, they were like, "Ah!" Yeah,
1: I had like a little mini audience. I was like, oh, "I don't want this." Like I was hoping that no one be up there, and you know, whatever. But you you covered your face. I put with my both he- hands.
0: Yeah, immediately I was like, "He got <laughs> oh!" You got down on one le- one knee, and I just ah! like what the fuck is happening? I, it was so not the reaction I ever thought I was gonna have, dreaming of that moment since I was a little girl. But I was just like oh my fucking god like every damn dream i've ever had is i got goosebumps is coming true like it was perfect because i never i was like if you propose to me on a jumbotron i'm gonna say no (laughs) and it was just so thoughtful like
1: so we um
0: do you remember though i remember some of what you said like you were saying like i knew from the very first day like Mm -hmm. we came here to sugarloaf that You know, you were the one, which I still don't believe you, but his roommate Justin has DM'd me many a time and said that when he came home from that first date, he said she might be the one. Must have been me going into the porta potty with my sanitizer, not giving a fuck. (laughs) But I remember you. I had my hands, my head in my hands, and you're like, baby, can you hear me? Like you... Well,
1: because, like, I don't know if you... We we call it, like, condition black, where, like, you can't... Yeah, I I was comatose. Well, like, yeah, you can't hear anything, can't really see straight. So...
0: it's an out-of-body experience, honestly. And,
1: like, I just, you know, I knew Will was there because I hear, like, all the clicking. Oh, I heard like that. that. That's
0: when I kind of came to, like, the click, 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 click. I was like, yep. what the hell is that? So. And I'm a girl that knows where a camera is. Trust me.
1: So I just remember, <laughs> like, you know, just all, like, the excitement there. You know, it was probably, like, the biggest, like, the biggest rush, I guess you could say, you know, in terms of just, like. Happiness and excitement and everything like that all wrapped into one. You know, it was.
0: I want that day like over and over and over and over again. Like even over the wedding, over everything. Like I just remember like the thought that you put into that day. My nails were done. <laughs> what? Would I be me if like, you know? No. Well,
1: like I didn't, You didn't plan that, but yeah, I didn't you know, plan it. It, it worked out. And they were the you know?
0: best color nude for, never mind. Sorry.
1: So. <laughs> yeah. Because I mean, after that, then we went to, went to Comus Inn. And which is
0: also a really special place for us, too.
1: You know, so... That's it at the like ba-
0: it's, a, it's a restaurant. Was it actually an inn at one point? Anyway, it's very vintage and very old, and that's my jam in all things. And
1: But it overlooks the mountain.
0: It overlooks... It's at the base of the mountain, right?
1: Like a, a little bit a little bit out from it. but Super cute, though. But like, you know, it overlooks it, so you, you can go back. So we, we ate there. It was empty, and we actually got, like, a window seat, which is perfect, so... Um, Do you
0: remember the cop that day?
1: Yeah, so he was a... The,
0: he was like a hostess host or a host or whatever. Was like
1: was like retired, and I remember, you know, him.
0: He had like this whole speech about like take care of her, like you put you put her and your family before your job, and I just remember that being so damn special because they didn't know us for shit in that restaurant, and they were like we were being so gross and like lovey and like oh man, and like they're they must have sensed because. The waitress came out, and I was like, we just got engaged, and they brought out champagne for us. And I don't even drink, but I was just like, it was so, I have still like goosebumps all over. Like, you planned it so well too. <laughs> excuse me, because you're just like, we have to go back to the house. You're probably going to want to change. So, by the way, did not expect for there to be our, <laughs> what the hell, our engagement party, because I would not have worn the outfit that I wore. And apparently, like, my allergies picked the perfect time to kick up in this beautiful romantic story. I guess it's the universe telling me that it's getting a little too mushy for people. <laughs> anyway, it was the best day of my life.
1: So that would be, my, that'd, be your that'd be my memory.
0: I like it. You picked a good one, my love. Um, well, I got one more. <coughs> if my voice will get it back together. Sorry. So uh, this person says, um, hi, Marshall. Oh, wait. Wrong one. So Marshall. <laughs> I got all, like, reclimped, if that's the right word. And then I was choking to death. So, Marshall, hopefully you can answer this without getting, what the hell? Hopefully you can answer this without getting Riley's Puerto Rican Wrath later. We shall see.
1: That's a setup. Mm -hmm.
0: (laughs) It is. But what would you say her greatest strength as a wife is? And what would you say is her biggest weakness? Y'all like these. Um, Don't hold back, man. We got you. Sorry, Riley. Love y'all. Jason, we got this. What are you smile oh, okay. What's what are you laughing about, Mama my friend? <laughs> what is my Do you wanna go to the worst or the best?
1: Well they said they, they got me. I don't I don't know how they got me, but they, um, right? Like
0: are you gonna come to our house and protect him from my, my chicleta yet later? <laughs> if you know, you know.
1: Best well, I think I think it kinda be like combined in a way. What does that mean? Well, um, the best and the worst are combined? Well let me let me explain. Okay. So, I think you only operate at one speed. that's true, so
0: I have no gray, I guess you no,
1: know, I think the best is you love hard, you fight hard, you work hard, everything you do is is of that extreme, and those are all things that like I love and admire, and then I think on that other side of that coin is that. If you're angry, if
0: <laughs> y'all could see my face right now,
1: you're mad about something or whatever. Everything is to that extreme. And yeah. sometimes it's very hard
0: to take me out of that extreme
1: to you out of that extreme. And then that that middle ground.
0: Oh, yeah. It, I am the person that when I am in a mood and I don't mean that like, no, if I'm if I'm feeling some kind of way, there's no like coaxing me out of it it's not like a toddler where you can like they want that cookie and they don't get the cookie and they can Well, malon doesn't do that either so he's me and a baby you can like hand them a toy and then they're distracted and okay i'm in a better mood and now it's just i have to just wade through it and sometimes wading through that includes screaming obsidianese and threatening divorce that's not funny and yes i have done that and it's horrible don't do that your partner it hurts um you're right, though. Like, I I say that I have no gray because of the fact that, like, I am just one way or the other. But I always tell you, too, like, when I'm fighting and screaming at you and ripping my hair out and mad about something, it's like, you should worry one day when I stop that. Because for me, like, tell me if you agree about this or not, that I... I'm a passionate motherfucker. I'm a yeller. I am just because when when you when I love you so much, and I love you more than I love ever loved anyone in my life, and will ever love anyone and ever, you know, if you leave me someday, I'm done with love. I know you hate it when I say that. Um, I, like I, I get very uh, or what's the word? I don't know, furious with love and anger about it, and it's very hard for me to like turn off like so when I'm still and I'm stoic and I don't yell anymore like I'm not saying this for you I'm just saying in general like that's when you know you fucked up that's when you know it's done when I'm silent and I don't say anything is when you're dead to me so I'm not saying that maybe is like right that I do that because I would love to not be as much of a yeller but I mean 41 years old eh, I don't know how much of that's going to change but yeah, as I say that, I am like, damn, I am a shitty wife.
1: You are not a, sh- you are not a shitty wife, but I don't, but like, but that's the thing. I don't, I think that, and you thinking that. Certain things can't change.
0: I don't okay. think they can't change. I am saying that's a difficult switch for me.
1: Well, I, I but, it, but like anything like that is it, difficult, <clears throat> you know. But again, I think that.
0: I also think that we're two different people in relationships, though, because it'd be fair to say, like, I've had nothing but, not nothing, I've had some really decent people that have loved me, but then I was, like, not healed in that space when I was with them, and then the people that I was semi-healed with fucked me up, you know, so it's, like, there was always just tumultuous relationships, and you know about my ex-fiance, the emotional and physical abuse there was there, so it's, like, my relationship model has always been that fight. So I don't know how to, I know how, and we're working on it, you know, because you're my forever. And that's what's, that's, that going back to that first year question, I know this is supposed to be about Marshall, but this is really Riley's podcast. Um, It's hard for me to realize that like, sometimes we're on the same team. Like you're not going to leave me, we're stuck together forever, so we got to figure this shit out. And we will, maybe. <laughs> See, that's what I always do. I always go to the, like, rare but like I mean I think you in relationships before if I you know because you've only had like three me included right
1: there's I was of the ser- you yeah, have serious yeah yeah like serious
0: yeah. Like, and you were younger yeah like what was the girl before me two years before me yeah I'm not gonna go into it and shame her yeah. I'm not gonna say anything okay. I'm just saying like there's nothing there was nothing wrong with her you guys just didn't work yeah you weren't she wasn't me no, I'm kidding well she wasn't, you married no. me. Yeah, no. Um so yeah, that I I, I I'm still stuck on the, the the one that made me cry a little bit. Um yeah, like I don't think that I am a perfect wife in certain senses, you know? Like I have trouble in our role switches lately, stepping back. Because let's face it, you're now the financial provider for most things. Let's hope this podcast does well. Um, and my candles Go by the 23 is my year for Jordan at you know my Instagram. Um, House, of, House, of, House of W by Riley. Couture. our uh, shameless plug. No. I've had some trouble with that role shift because when you said before that I didn't need anybody when I met you, and I didn't outwardly. I could walk away from anything and anyone, and it, I would still be okay as long as I had my kid. And for me to open that window into my heart, my soul, my world, my life, my everything, was also hard on you, probably, but harder on me too because I was always waiting for you to walk out the door. Because my ex fiance used to do that for sport. Like he used to do that to win an argument. If he was wrong and I was calling him out on it, he would pack literally pack his shit and leave. And I'd be, like, crying at the door, please don't leave me, ugh. And he would come back the next day, like, okay, I forgive you now. So I wouldn't let you in. I remember there was a time with Marshall, like, I wouldn't even let him open the door for me. Like, and forget about, put together a program for me in the gym. Uh No. I mean, but I hope that, you know, good, bad, or indifferent, there's nothing in this world that, like, will ever take me from you, if that makes sense. I know that. As many times as I've thrown my ring at you and that (laughs) is such an asshole thing, like I'm not going anywhere. You know that. I know. It's like that I'll leave you before you leave me syndrome. And it's a syndrome. I mean it. That's not cute. I don't say that like, hee hee hee. It's so funny. I just, because I feel like you're so, you're very kind in what you say. And I'm sure you could say a lot more things that are my weakness as a wife, but I think that we're working through all of these things together. Like, our little t- catchphrase, and it's ours now, we got this, like, didn't come from, it's not for nothing, you know? It, 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 that's not just some, like, cute bullshit thing. Like, sometimes that's been our prayer and our mantra that's literally kept us together with, like, toothpicks and, like, you know,
1: paste glue. No, oh, well, I, I love you, and I think the thing that you have to remember, too, is, like, in terms of being a family, like it's a team and there's a lot of ways that you need to be able to provide for a family and that's just one of the categories. So, you know, it's not, I'm going to need you to quit
0: making me cry, sir.
1: Doesn't It's not a, <sighs> a lesser or greater role regardless, you know? So I think that's more of just how you view yourself. And I think that's, part of the identity thing. Yeah. So I don't think that's so much of like you having a problem with it. I think that's you attaching it to what you think you should be or have been or, you know, whatever and trying to I mean
0: you stop serious I'm mean, going to stop making me cry. So I mean there is one thing that I absolutely know about you that you love me for me and nothing else. It doesn't matter what I do, what I say, how horrid I look, <laughs> you know, and I, and I, you too, you know, like I, I, I have cleaned out your nasty gushing ass wounds after surgery. And you know, like I remember when we walked into the gym the first time when you were in, this, in the wheelchair, like you were so self-conscious about it. Cause you were this fucking powerhouse in the gym and now you're back. But like, you were like, Oh, I don't like this memory that much, but like you were lifting like the 25s above your shoulders in a, Press and it was like, you're Mr. Hundos in both arms, and you just looked really devastated that that was the way that you could do. You are in a fucking wheelchair though, you just had surgery like a month ago. And I remember the day that we walked in there, I was like, You said something to the effect of like, I don't want people like looking at me or whatever. And I just remember being like, oh, I'm gonna take my fucking shirt off and like, you know, like, <laughs> and I'm gonna strut more than I ever did because I don't strut in the gym. But, you know, just like I was peacocking in a way. But I'm just like, yeah, that's mine. Fuck you. Like, what would you be doing if you were in a wheelchair? I got, like, very, like, puff my chest out thing. And as, as much as I might be a psychopath, sometimes you damn well know that there's not anything in this world I, I wouldn't do for you, fight for you. Like, I might drive you mad, but nobody else is allowed to. It's that thing, like, you know, like, yeah, I can talk shit to him and, you know, mean whatever, but you know, and fucking else does a no type thing. So damn, y'all got some good questions. Like, I liked this. I think that the hot seat. Not really. I think you're great. I'm not honestly like I'm really happy about some of that stuff because I think that because I'm such a strong Puerto Rican, like Virgo talk for a living person, there's not a lot of times that you freely have your voice That sounds sad, but like, that's not, that's also not like your MO in a sense, like you don't, well at work you are, anyway, in relationships, you are very happy to let me shine and be the neon light and you just be the person messing with the lighting after I just yelled at you that it wasn't right. You've loved me in that way and you've always been perfect in that sense of like, you handle my idiosyncrasies the best anyone ever has. So that's why we're married. I love you too. <sighs> that wasn't really supposed to be that mushy, but, you know, I liked this. This was good. Okay, so if you guys want to hear more of this stuff, like if you guys want to hear more Marshall moments, because there's many, like those eggs and the grass, and yes, I will post I will post that chart on Really Riley Podcasts on Instagram.
1: It's your pre-immersion down now.
0: Oh, my God. Anyway, <laughs> so um, – yeah, we're going to keep doing Ask Riley's. We might bring back Marshall periodically if you guys have any questions, comments, concerns, as I always say. At Riley Couture on Instagram. The DMs are always open. That's R-I-L-E-Y-C-O-U-T-U-R-E. That's Instagram, Facebook, TikTok is Riley Couture 7. Snapchat's at Radio Recon. Twitter is Riley Couture 5, but I kind of don't use that one anymore after somebody stole it while I was giving birth to Malin. Long story. Um, what are the ones that I miss. Uh, House of W by Riley is where you can check out all of the karma candles that I have the karma collection candles that I've put out so far. There's a couple more coming next week. I'm not going to do a whole podcast about them like I did last time, but you'll know the meeting. If you know, you know, and if you don't, they're still kind of cool just because, um, but if you want to put a request in for anything, like I was asking you guys on Wednesday, if you thought that I should get into like a little bit of an entertainment segment, not that I want to make the whole podcast about that because we were talking about the Bravo Tom, Raquel, cheating scandal thing. Like, should I do that? What? I mean, you know who they are. I'm laughing. You're laughing because you know exactly who they are. Anyway, but, like, you asked me if you wanted me to do some entertainment stuff. So we might bring a little bit of that. Like, I might actually bring a couple of, like, new stories that, you know, piqued my fancy. I don't know what cool name I'm going to call it. Like, Andy Cohen, when he does it in the Bravo Playhouse, he calls it, like, his jackhole of the day. I'm not going to call it that. But I want to do something like that. Maybe. We'll see. Um, But you can... Always give me feedback. Always. So really Riley podcast at gmail.com is the email. The text line is 410-604-8895. If you guys would do me a big solid, if you would like the podcast, it would follow, subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts or if you're listening now, actually, I'm so used to saying that because people are like, well, where can I find it anywhere? Um, That would it, that, that would be great. Do me a solid. Leave, leave, leave a, a review for me. Okay. And share it. That's, oh, I love you. Um, all right, you guys. Well, I will be back on Monday with more goodies for you guys. I really hope you enjoyed this one because I know that I did. Um, any parting words, Marshall?
1: Mm, pre-emergent. And, oh, my God. Uh, oh,
0: my God. Stop. I love you. It's really <laughs> Riley. <laughs>